Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for 2022, our first show of 2022. Scott Hammer, uh, along with Felix Fufnik, otherwise known as Ron. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm not sure where Jerry's at. I haven't heard from him. Said he checked in earlier, right? No, that was Bentley that checked in Oh, okay. So hopefully we'll see uh, Jerry pop in here. Uh, If not, the show will go on. Lots to... uh, to get to it's been a couple weeks yeah since uh, we've been on uh coming at you live from the ron miller race car studio it's Hammerdown race report presented by oakshade raceway once again i want to thank oakshade raceway for continuing their presenting sponsorship at least uh until racing season starts ah they'll be good i'm sure yeah um this is show number 212 for thursday january 6 coming at you live on facebook youtube and twitter make sure to uh Follow us on uh, Twitter at Hammer Report. Follow us on uh, YouTube. Uh, And, of course, you can always listen to us anytime on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, iHeartRadio. Yeah. A couple things tonight. Obviously, we uh, had the... um, How many? Well, yeah, the Sandusky Speedway hangover race was postponed to next Saturday, week from this coming Saturday. So, everybody that guessed uh, last the last how many we did, that was way before Christmas, if anybody remembers, was the uh, number of the winning car uh, of the Champagne Stock feature for the hangover race. Since that got postponed, we're going to kind of uh, for, shift, shift, forego that. Shift gears. We're going to forego that, and uh, we're just going to do uh, a couple of drawings tonight. We have a couple of things to give away. Um the first thing uh, will be we'll do the Big D's pizza for for the how many that uh, didn't happen uh, by just uh, doing typing that in Big D's no apostrophe just Big D's just like it is on the screen there B I G D S and you gotta have the hashtag in front of it there type that in the comments and you'll be entered to uh, win a free Big D's pizza could could somebody copy and paste that I wonder uh, I'd probably not from the screen. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, try that. See how that's working for you. Nope, darn yeah. it. We can, we can put it in the comments. So. Yep. Uh, and then a little bit later on as well, so you're going to want to put this in the comments, the Big D's. All you got to do is once, hashtag Big D's. That'll get you entered to the, uh, for a Big D's pizza. And then if you do hashtag hangover, John Young Racing wants to give away a pair of tickets to Sandusky Speedway's uh, hangover race coming up on January 15th. Ooh. So... If Could you those, type that in, you'll be entered in. Are those in grandstand or pit passes? I believe they're grandstand. Okay, I, be, I believe so. He's he's got to win a few races to to earn some cash to uh, yeah. get in on. Oh, that. he's he's in the house already. Is he so, in the house? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, he'll let us know if it's more than just a general admission. <laughs> but two general admission uh, tickets uh, for hashtag hangover there, just like it is on the screen. So type both those in in the comments, and later on in the show, we'll be drawing the winner for that. Uh, so you can put in that entry anytime during the show. Also, speaking of which, during the show, uh, we're going to be speaking with uh, Bentley Shaw of uh, Dominator Race Products. Uh, a lot of news to cover, and we have, uh, we're have we going to do a little uh, tribute to, uh, to for uh, C.J. Rayburn. Our dearly departed friend. Yeah, who uh, what, that was recently. Scott, that was quite the shock. And it came really right after was. Betty White, too. Yeah. I was like, holy cow. 
That's a one-two punch right there. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, well, so we'll open things up to anybody. If you have a C.J. Rayburn story, you want to join us and share that, uh, we'll bring you on here uh, toward the end of the show. I imagine you've got it in your notes, which you did see that Delmas Conley passed away. I got that too, yeah. All right, There's... stealing your thunder. It comes in threes, right? Yeah. Unfortunately. So, a um, couple of commercials to uh, get to here, and then we'll uh, talk to Bentley. Also, just looking at, okay, all the comments are happening there. We're all good. Uh, Oakshade Raceway, we're the fastest meet to race, racing every Saturday night during race season. Make sure to follow them on uh, social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. Uh, right now, the only date we have for the 2022 race season is the Summer Nationals which will be July 16th, the birthday race. So uh, mark that on your calendar now. We should have uh, dates uh, probably in a couple months. We'll, we'll get the yeah. schedule. That's about usually around uh, Daytona time. Things will start leaking out too as right. well. So uh, just keep an eye on oakshaderaceway.com. Big D's Pizza Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde. Give uh, give them a call, 419-547-1444. I know they were going to try and open uh, for lunch starting today. Uh, but I read uh, a post that uh, that they made. They didn't have. They don't have enough staff no, yet. No so if people. you're looking for a job, go to Big D's. Go pizza. to Big D's Pizza. If you're looking for a pizza and a job, go to Big D's Pizza. If you're just looking for a pizza, you can also just go to Big D's Pizza. Maybe they would pay you in pizza. Little Caesars used to do that. With yeah. Me, yeah. When I worked there in high school. Uh, order BigD'sPizza.com, and uh, they now now are uh, ca- wow. Terrible writing on this. They're now carrying uh, Bronco Peppers by the half pint or a single pint. You can also get them on any pizza as one item or with other items. So there you go. Also, thanks to uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, Freeze Frame Photos, Dittman Motorsports. And uh, without further ado, we'll bring in Bentley Shaw. I don't think that works. Uh, you can't do them both in one comment. It might. Joshua just put in uh, hashtag hangover and hashtag big D's together. I think you got to do them in separate ones. Just to be safe, make sure you do them in separate comments. Now we'll bring in Bentley Shaw. <laughs> Thanks for waiting, Bentley. How's it going? Good, good. That was a long that was a long 4 minutes, I know. It's been 2 weeks. It's the first show of the year, so I mean, lots lots to get caught up on here. Uh, Bentley Shaw, the uh, founder of Dominator Race Products, a former ra- are are you a former racer or are you a racer on hi- hiatus? What, what what do you consider yourself? Hiatus sounds great. Hiatus, okay. We'll go with yeah, that. I raced 15 years late model, a few years in the sportsman cars. So that's actually my first question. How uh, how did you get into uh, racing? How did I get into racing? The wife the wife said let's go to the track cuz my brother's got a street stock bomber. And uh, now, which, which brother was that, Bentley? Uh, that would have been Trish and Jeff Pember. Okay. And Jeff Jeff was driving back then with the Gamber guys and all that. And yep. So uh, my background was a guitar player, and I was in bands. So I stood there and went, dirt track? What the hell am I going to do with that? <laughs> well, five miles away, I'd never been there other than just driving by. And uh, so we went over there and... Um, Lead us to say they threw me in for hot laps. First Your first time, time there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. He said you're you're gonna hot lap and all. I said I didn't know what that was. Just go out and drive the car. That's all you got to do in the mud. I come <laughs> in, just, you know, feeling the mud <laughs> off everything. And then when the heat race come around, I was in the heat race, and then 
all done. We built the car in the next 30 days and I raced 18 years. So how long, how long ago was that that first time? Would that have been the eighties? 89, 90. I got married in 89. So right through there. Probably 91. A lot of the stories Um, I hear. Probably later than that. I'd sit down and think about it. So 93, 94. Okay. I would say. Yeah. So you went from, never even seeing a dirt track to building parts for them. How'd that <laughs> well, work out? How did that work out? Uh, went up and bought a plastic nose from an asphalt shop up in Michigan and it cost $99. And we would already do in our fiberglass shop. And uh, my brother Todd and I just on the way back, we said hundred bucks for two pieces of plastic. And we can do this. Especially when you've been doing that we kind of already, work. Yeah, I mean, with our background of what both Todd and I had already done. And by then, in the mid-90s, we were already, you know, making car spoilers and running boards, rocker panels, all that stuff for streetcars. Uh, so uh, what, was, under, what was your background before? What before was that? your background? Um, high school, went Ford, Ford mechanic, Stutzman okay. Ford in, in uh, Metamora. And my brother Todd was at the Corvette shop down on Alexis, American Custom. And he needed a helper. So he talked the boss into hiring me. And I was started maybe 23 years old, 22, 23. Well, probably 22 when I started. And worked there about three and a half years. And when I left, fired, that is not left, um, I was head of the paint department. And they had five guys underneath me and um, very nerve wracking painting Corvettes and dealing with all of that. No, in that timeline, didn't Aerotech styling, uh, wasn't that born not, too? Not, not, you know, shortly after that, um, after I lost the job at the vet shop, I went to a normal body shop and then I ended up at another little custom shop uh, installing ground effects and all of that. And then I bought uh, my wife, Trish, we bought a 90s, I don't know, 89, 87Z28, it was totaled. So I rebuilt it, quarter panel, stereo been stolen out of T-tops. We put spoiler on it, hood scoop, ground effects, all of that. Um, That was in 1990 because that's basically when I started personalized autos was in 1990. And uh, we were in the Camaro club, USA Camaro club, went up to Wisconsin, uh, out down to Indianapolis. We actually drove the Camaro out on the the track at Indy during the Camaro club show and started doing mail order fiberglass parts. And I was making them out of mom's garage, so. All, all along through there. And that uh, then out of that is uh, where Dominator Race Products uh, was born. Out of that, my dad walks out of the house because I was in a car and a half garage, about a 15-foot square. And I, at that time, I had a full-time employee and was still working full-time in Toledo because I had jobs in and out. People would offer good money. I mean, a 19... 90, 91, the one job I was doing, I was making $20 an hour working on a Mustang project for um, 
company out of Detroit through the shop and we were designing and doing the running boards, the ground effects on one of the Mustangs. And uh, that, that lasted like three months, four months. And then that was the last job I had. And that had to have been in 90, late 90. Um, built our first building out here in 92. So been here ever since. Where, where did our friend uh, Les Brenniger fall into that equation? I know. Les? Uh, yeah. Um, and, and his brother Wayne was uh, crew, crew chief for Roddy Schroyer for a lot of years. Right. Uh, I, Les was when I started doing ground effects at Auto Dimensions. That was 80, 89, right through there. And we were doing, you know, the car spoilers and whatnot. I was installing a lot, painting and installing a lot of the factory, Bonneville, Camrays, all that for the dealerships but then the one boss at the one shop walks out with a magazine and says do you know anybody by personalized autos and lions and i went yeah my ad is out finally i was advertising in the magazine while i was working full-time for the other company and he fired me and i just okay. laughed and I said, really and he goes well you're my competitor now and i said no we're doing corvettes where i was working I'm doing Camaro, and I, I think three months later, he was calling me to buy my parts that I was making in mom's garage, because then, then it just took off from there. That's, that's pretty cool. How many different uh, different parts do you actually make now? Currently? Yeah. Well, if you include the colors, I mean, just my hood scoop line, I have 17 different designs in 12 colors. So, so you have a lot know. of, a lot of different products then. Yeah. I mean, if you break it down per part number, but actual products, scoops, you know, nose pieces, ropes, pillars, sails. And do you have parts for asphalt cars too? We just came out with the uh, outlaw nose. We're calling it, uh, for the super late models, outlaw super late models. So, and it's a really cool looking nose. Those, those guys, sure. those guys are going to love it. it. It was actually our old uh, D2X dirt nose. And that had started out uh, probably nine years now, eight years. We have changed it. We had cut on the molds and welded a lot. They're aluminum molds. And we had changed from both flares being high so uh, the guy's wanting a low right front just for more arrow, keep the air on the car instead of blowing it away. And um, we sliced and diced on it over the years and changed it. And just in the last two years, a lot of the asphalt guys really liked just the nose piece, but we had one flat flare and one was high. So everyone just kept saying, we need both of them, make them both flat and we'll, we'll start running it. So didn't that literally from about Halloween on, I did nothing but cut and welded on our aluminum molds. And then we made and took that to the trade show at PRI. Didn't, didn't that nose originally have triangles on the front too? We did. We've had triangles on it, cut them off, got yellow <laughs> at it, put them back on for the new asphalt. We made a few of them with it and sent photos to some of the guys on the, in the outlaws and, Everyone didn't like them. They were in their way. Why are you doing that? And so we knocked them back off of the molds. And, uh, more welding. You 
Yeah. So uh, w- do most of your customers, are they like shops like Ron's, uh, like maybe Brian Ruhlman, or, or are they the racers coming directly to you, or is it a combination? Everything. I sell, mm-hmm. you know, our, our best customers are Speedway Motors, Motor State, uh, KMJ out of Iowa. You know, we have some pretty big accounts. Summit's doing well with us now. Um, and then probably today, 80 shops that are in rotation. I mean, I've sold to 500 shops probably. People come and go. And, and then sometimes a lot of guys are buying from our, our from Speedway and Motor State and all of that. They're buying our parts. I'm just not selling direct to them anymore. You never get to see them. Right. But if I call them, they say, oh, no, we, we, we buy, you know, 30 scoops sure. a year from yours, but through Motor State. So, which is fine. So yeah. are, are you having a hard time uh, keeping up with things? Is the uh, the whole supply chain issues, is that affecting uh, um, your business at all? The, yeah, the nose material, the sheet, because everything's custom order, custom size, thickness, uh, color. Um, we were six to eight weeks normally to get sheet, and today we're six months. Wow. And I have stuff that is coming in this next week. That was in, uh, in in June. I ordered, and uh, big money. I just yeah. laughed and go home. I mean, I had one hundred and fifty thousand coming in the next two weeks just in sheet. Wow. Who are yeah. who are uh, some of your? Nervous. <laughs> <laughs> who are some of your mo- more popular uh, customers that people might be familiar with? Are are you allowed to not share that information? Oh no. I mean, currently running stuff. Rusty is obviously the the top guy today. Um, I mean, we've had Jimmy Owens the one year stepped on his butt down there at Eldor and hit the wall with our new front end on it. And I didn't even want to be seen. And then he goes back the week later to the Jackson, Jackson 100, I don't know, down at Brownstown, sets track record, heat race win, and laps half the field with our front end on it. The following week, um, performance five-star come in and work him out a deal and he threw our stuff away and uh, still comes over and talk to us. It, it's that kind of a business though, Bentley. It, it is. It is. You know, Mike Marlar comes up to us just two weeks ago, said, you know, I love to talk to you guys. He said, I just, I got it. I deal. can't. Yeah. You know, you, you were talking about supply chain issues and prices. Let, let's talk about racing in general for a minute. Uh, I see this summer as, as being a real nightmare, uh, but with, with the parts availability and pricing, I mean, already we're looking at, at dirt late model tires, uh, as expensive as a, a sprint car tire was a year ago. Yes. I, and I don't know, uh, you know, supply and demand, no materials. I don't know. Our plastic is available. There's not the employees to run them, run the machines. I, I talked to the extruders and these guys run 24 seven. They're shutting down because they don't have employees. And, 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 and I'm hearing a lot on, I'm hearing an awful lot of that on my end. Yeah. You know, tubing, everyone knows everything went through the roof. Some of it, I just don't understand why it did. Um, and we, we just went through sail panels and pillar posts. By the time I, get them made, get them powder coated, 
and down to packaging, I was making $10 out of a set of sales at WD price. And I just <laughs> said that that's not going to work. Right. You know, now what, what about, what about you? Do you have uh, employees? Uh, how big is your employees? Operation? Yeah, there's five of us here right now. Okay. I could use five more. <laughs> so you're hiring? Um, got a welding position I'm open right at the moment. Kind of welding and float through the shop doing other things. Everybody does everything. You have to. So, so you would recommend that if somebody needs something for their race car, they get it ordered now? And hopefully you'll have it by opening day? Yeah, four months ago, five months ago. We, <laughs> yeah. have, PO, we have POs from November that are, we didn't hardly touch them. And they're ordering on top of their big POs already. Wow. So, but I have industrial work. We have some industrial work that's in the way. Um, today we're doing dumpster lids. Next week, next two weeks, um, I do window frames for a garage door company. Um, you know, local shop. They came to us with a with a problem, and you solved it. We solved it. That's right. Problem solving. Nice. Uh, Let's but, talk about Bentley's racing. When are yeah. we going to see you back on track? Well, actually, before before we talk about that, let's. Let's go back to, to the racing, uh, you know, back to when you got started. How much success, have you had success uh, once you got in into racing? Myself? Yes. I went from like two years of sportsman, maybe three, I'm not sure. And we started doing a urethane nose piece for the late models, spray urethane like a bedliner. Bedliner spray wasn't even invented yet. We come up with, um, uh, it's, a, it's a, you know, two-part two year thing, goes off real quick. It was kicking off in like 13 seconds. And so my brother and I figured out, went to a couple different trade shows. We made fiberglass mold, run water line through it to keep it cool. Actually, probably to heat it maybe on the, on the first side of it. Um, and then we were spraying them like a rubber bumper on a car. I could spray put color in it, make it red, spray it, and peel it out in like 15 minutes. So we took a bunch of noses down to the World 100 and gave some away, showed everybody. I spoke to Steve Baker at Rocket. They were really impressed with it. They wanted a bunch. So Steve and I worked out a deal where I think I gave him 32 nose pieces urethane and he gave me a brand new 1997 chrome molly car rocket bare chassis not painted not powder coated no parts no frills that was the deal so grab my buddy skeet reckner which skeet's raced 30 some years and my wife so we all jump in the truck at midnight two o'clock and head to rocket shinston get down there, wait in the parking lot, walk in. They had 15 cars sitting on their side. And Steve says, anyone you want, they're all the same. And they were. So we drag out chassis number 613. (laughs) Been there half a day, wheeling and dealing, talking to them. We go in, sit down in the office. And I look at Trish and I said, "Um, write them a check. She goes, for what? I said, well, the, the $10,500 worth of parts that we're buying. And she <laughs> looked, 
literally, literally started crying and goes, I thought they gave you the card. I said, yeah, they did the bare frame, but not the parts. <laughs> she wasn't prepared. She wasn't prepared, but I tell you what, she's a trooper and hung in there for almost every single race I went to for 15 years. So you put so, that together. How many, uh, how many wins do you get with it? Uh, no a main wins, uh, a lot of B's, a lot of heats, you know, a lot of fun. Boy, it's just different. I went racing with my wife and my boy, period. No help, you know, stood in line at the payout window with Mr. Ron Miller, Shane Yoder, Patterson. I mean, you name it. And I just stood there and it's like, I didn't care if I got beat because it, I was, it was fun, period. Yep. And, and I owned the business, you know, the business wasn't paying my way. I mean, we took our own pocket money, our own paychecks. And it wasn't like it would be today if I'd go racing. If I went today, it, you know, I'd call Rusty and have him bring me a car in blue and be all done. But back then it was work. And, you know, but it was fun. I mean, just, it's addicting. Do you still have the six, still 613? Have the only one that's ever driven it. Okay. So, so and nobody, we, before we came on, you said that you were on you weren't retired. You were on hiatus when, uh, <laughs> any, any chance, uh, we'll see you back on yeah, the track right. anytime soon. I, I, I joked with the rusty about building a car and he says, bring me the steering wheel. So, you know, <laughs> that's it. so, Oh, I don't know. I highly doubt it. You know, don't you, it's, when's the last time you race? It's been quite a few about years. Five, six years ago. Okay. Six years ago. Probably. And you don't I miss it. In, I jumped in a car two years ago. And that was a mistake because I wasn't fitted for it. Small seat, harness, had black and blue ribs for a week afterwards. And uh, and loved every minute of it. Oh, of course. You know. <laughs> but it is. It's addicting. You yeah. guys have been out there. You know what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can relate. <laughs> um, we were talking uh, earlier about uh, uh, CJ, Mr. Rayburn there. Yeah. Um, you said you had a, a CJ story. A CJ story, well, a couple different ones. A magazine laying around. That is cool. It really is. This is uh, December of two thousand one. It's been next to the on the desk in here. I got three different computers going now, but it's been in our file holder, our, our little book holder for twenty years. And I've had thousands and thousands of magazines come across the desk and never threw it away. So. And Ron says that's because there's an article he wrote in it. Yes. It has yes, nothing to do with CJ being on the cover. See what page is it on? One, <laughs> one. <laughs> Hard telling. Well, I read all Ron's articles. He was a good writer. And, you know. Oh. They announced at the Oakshade Awards Banquet that uh, we renaming one of the classes, the bombers yes. are no more. They're now the super stocks. They're actually um, the dominator super stocks. So you got the naming rights on that and you got the name changed. How did that happen? And how did that come to fruition? How did that happen? Well, I asked, I asked Chrissy probably in the middle of summer as I walk by, as I usually do. And I, and I pay for my way into Oakshade every night. Nothing's free. And uh, I walked by her and I just said, boy, that. Dominator Street Stock sounds really good next year. And she goes, well, maybe. 
but we don't like changing <laughs> the name. And I said, don't call them bombers anymore. I said, I, call I had been on them for street two or three stocks, years. The street stocks. And, that, and that's all I said is the dominated street stocks. And then uh, we didn't talk until I walked into the banquet this year. <laughs> at so I walk in and she's sitting there and she's like, Hey, you want to do that deal? And I'm like, you had four months to talk to me. <laughs> what deal? <laughs> well, yeah, what deal is right. And um, so we chit-chatted for a minute. And, um, you know, as far as I know, we still haven't talked after the banquet. But uh, a main payout is going to be 250 to win. Yeah. And, and you're so, footing the bill for that. I'm, I'm fitting for some of it, not all of it. <laughs> Well, and it's really about time, Bentley, because Bomber doesn't even come near what describing what those cars are anymore. Right. You know, some no. of some of them go past my pits, and I've got motor envy. I really do. You can you can just hear the horsepower rumbling by. Yeah, and the guys work hard. You know, I mean, yes, they do. Bomber is, is is not right. Anymore. You know, a lot of nights they put on the best show of the entire evening. Oh yeah, they do. They do some good racing. I mean, there's a lot of them out there and, uh, you know, it's, it's very competitive due to the fact that you can have a lot of motor in them cars, but if you don't have the tires, you know, everyone's got basically the same tires out there. You know, once they figure it out, you know, once the beginning guys do a year or so, unless they've been around it and, and there's some fast guys out there, but, um, there's some guys that just enjoy racing that class and don't don't have any intention of moving up. That's that's their that's their bar time. That's their beer time. They go that's out it. there and they race, and they give them 20, 25 at the door and get twenty or twenty five back and go back home. That's it. And uh, you know, sometimes you, know, you, some model, you give them twenty five at the door, and you you put two fifty or three hundred down for the night and and run, you know. 40 laps total and you're done. And, uh, but it's all fun. There's something that Matt Swander says that I actually agree with for a change. Oh, geez. Here we go. Except it's not a bomber. It's a super, it's a dominator super stock. That's right. <laughs> any chance, uh, you're going to change the name of any other classes, put dominator in front of the name. I, I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> the not the, the dominator early models. Uh, a, John, a John Green story about eight years ago, maybe. I don't know. He was over here at the shop for something, and uh, we were joking about buying the track. He's not for sale, not for sale. And I said, million dollars. And he goes, turns around and goes, we might have to start talking. So, <laughs> I was laughing. John and my, my dad, they knew each other and stuff. And uh, yeah, and Pam had uh, said that your dad did the electrical work out there, as you'd mentioned uh, before we came oh, on the yeah. air to you. So, oh, yeah. and I remember growing up when and they would call. You know, I mean, I I don't know how old I was, eight, ten. I don't know. I'd have to sit down and figure it out. The door, Dad would go because someone, you know, lights aren't working at the track, so he would he would hide, drive it over there, and try to work on them, get them going again. Were there a lot of light problems in the early days? Ron? The only light problems uh, I know of are when cars take down the poles. Well, yeah. I, I'm more I'm more thinking of the lighting problems at uh, Brian Motor Speedway 
where oh. uh, where they go over and jab a screwdriver in the uh, in the main switch and make the lights work again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what year that was. What year did the track open? Seventy two, I believe. Which track? Are we talking Brian or Brian Oakshade? Right. Oakshade was seventy six. I do believe was the first season. Seventy six. Pa- yeah, pa- Pam will tell us. Yeah, she'll let they'll let me know if I'm wrong. That's for sure. Uh, any other did, any other tracks that you raced at other than uh, Oakshade with that uh, late model? Me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Jeez. I've come down the country. Crystal, uh, Butler. Uh, did never race Brian. We went over there and what the and they rained out, and then after that, it was closed forever. Um, Brownstown, Eldora, Millstream, Attica, all, all the stuff around here, obviously. But uh, did, uh, no, they just tore the asphalt track apart, Mansfield. Yeah. They raced Mansfield in the dirt the first time. And uh, we went down and did that. And, and like I said, all those guys, I raced with Patterson and Yoder and, and Rick DeLong and all, you know, they're all fast. It's like just stood there in awe, you know, just like the younger guys are watching Schlink and these it's just like, holy crap, <laughs> and same way. But um, I, know. I never got to uh, race Mansfield in its second dirt incarnation. Yeah, that's the race there, qu- race there quite a bit earlier. Yeah, but as far as me having parts on cars at tracks, that's probably everywhere. Uh, <laughs> We're going we're gonna to jump back to 1990, 89, 90. Uh, I worked on the ZR1 cars that General Motors set the 24-hour land speed record at uh, Texas Motor Speedway. Um, we actually, the shop that I was working for at that time, I lightened those cars. I mean, GM lied so much. They brought me in two brand new ZR1s and unloaded them and sat in the parking lot. And I was in awe. And they're like, cut them apart. So we were drilling holes in the floor. I removed all the foam out of the door pads, out of the seats. Uh, We made carbon fiber dash, carbon fiber console, peeled the foam out of the headliner. Uh, The holes in the floor, we we, uh, black taped across them. And we took 30 some pounds, 30, I don't know, 35 pounds out of each car. And they went out and did 24 hours nonstop other than fuel stop and driver change and did a land speed record and said they're original cars. And I'm like, bullshit, I worked on them for three months. <laughs> but, and then had cars, parts. We did fiberglass parts for uh, Tommy Morrison, SCCA road cars. All ZR1 did complete bodies at this other shop. Not not Todd and I here. Um, had parts on Daytona, 24 hours of Daytona, Sebring, um, all of that. But in the wind tunnel, uh, worked with John Hemersey from GM because he was part of the Tommy Morrison Chevrolet road race package. Sure. And Morrison would come down here to Toledo, and we worked on designing front spoilers uh, air dam up into the radiator shroud on the radiators and stuff and then rear spoilers we had different rear spoilers that we were designing 
and they would just destroy them in the wind tunnel. I mean, they were going, they were, they were running 200 mile an hour in the tunnel, but we were trying to build, you know, this way before computer program, you know, you just seat of the pants engineering. Yeah. Seat of the pants. I did what I was told. So, and you build it, you know, even if they drew it out on a piece of paper and, and just basically most of it was we had a car, we had brand new ZR1 sitting there and they just called and said, build this, do this, do that. And we would build them on our car and send them and ship them either back up to Detroit. And a lot of stuff went down to Florida, and uh, which was cool because I was only, God, I don't know, 22, maybe three. I don't know, right through there. But, but you were bulletproof. Everybody I, is at that age. I was. The one job got me fired because all I wanted to, to paint at the Corvette shop, the first vet shop, I got fired because the spray booth, the doors leaked dirt in and would get dirt in my paint. And uh, I screamed holy hell at the, at the management and, um, you know, nothing was done. And they fired me. They, they cut a big window in the spray booth. The owner of the company did, Bob. He was a real nice guy. And uh, he cut a big window in it. And I said, well, what's the window for? And he said, so the customers can watch you paint their car. Well, it makes me nervous. And he's like, well, it's... so, you know, me, I, I knew everything. So I papered the window shut from the inside of the booth because I knew he wasn't going to open the door when I had fans running and painting already. He's knocking on the windows. You got to take paper down. It's not why we put the window in. <laughs> <laughs> so needless to say, that job, I got fired a couple months later. But yeah. Sounds like you the turned out all right. Turned out all right. The next painter come in, they redid the whole booth for him, put new seals in, all that good stuff. Stuff and, they wouldn't uh, do for you. Yeah. And then my other job, my other job that I got fired from or quit from actually was – not through less, but the auto dimensions, we were doing the ground effects and packages. And I was already doing work at home on my Camaro, Camaro items. And I had ads in magazines and stuff. And I was making a whopping, you know, $300 a week take home, if that. But I would come home to orders and Trish, my wife, would just say, hey, we sold $300 today. And then tomorrow I'd sold $600 worth of fiberglass parts. You know, we saw, I had a, what they called a killer Z package, which was a, a high spoiler. We had take the back window out of Target's hob, uh, all fiberglass, Ferrari style, style doors that we built, hood scoop. And I was making this stuff at night. And so was my brother Todd helping me in Toledo. And we'd come home and then it, I mean, it snowballed within five months. We were doing a thousand a week, if not 2000 a week in sales. It just quit, and, and it's like, you know, I got to quit, and so I quit. And, uh, I guess I say I wasn't nervous. I don't know. I just <laughs> we've always, you know, from from day one when the go kart break, Dad would walk by and say, "You broke it, you fix it." So we did. If you wanted to ride that go kart or mini bike, you fixed it. So makes sense know. to me. Well, yeah. we need to, to get moving here, but uh, yeah. how can people uh, find your products, order your products? Online, dominatorraceproducts.com. Ron Miller Race Cars. Ron Miller Race Cars, <laughs> that's right. That's right. All the local dealers, literally every yes. dealer in the country that sells dirt cars, parts, can sell the Dominator stuff. 
Um, you know, we, like I say, have all the big, big guys selling our stuff now. And I'm fortunate for that. And phone rings daily and emails come in. And like I said earlier, chatting with you guys, I think there's eight different ways they're, they're contacting me or their business now and leave here at five 30, six o'clock. Most of the time been doing 10 hour days lately and go home and sit and ping, ping, ping. They're bugging me at home. So and I, I, I chat with anybody you know, up till 11 o'clock. Till 11 o'clock. <laughs> I got to, you know, that's, that's part of it. Yep. Not everybody, you know, they have normal jobs. They got, they want to do their race car at night, just like I did when I raced. Right. And uh, four hours of fun and 40 hours of work. So I, I don't know about you, but I tell people that if they have an emergency and it's something I can take care of at two in the morning, I'll take care of them because they'll, they'll remember we have people from all over the country, truck drivers, you know, on vacation, they, they want to they stop in and get parts and we help them out. Um, good buddy in Jason Haskell out of Canada, you know, anytime of the day or night, he knows I'll come out and fill this trailer up. For him. Well, and, and you do business, <laughs> you do business in Australia and it's almost eight yeah. o'clock in the morning there. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. Worldwide. It's over there too. So. Well, uh, on behalf of all the uh, former bomber drivers at Oakshade, uh, thank you for the uh, the yeah. sponsorship, the additional money, and the name change to the Super Dominator Super Stocks. Yes, so looking forward to that next yeah. year. Get things going with the track, so I got to get with Chrissy and stuff. So. Right. And before we let you go, I want to remind mm -hmm. everybody uh, we're going to draw for uh, Big D's. We're going to do a little random thing: uh, Big D's Pizza out in Clyde. If you want to get entered in that. Type hashtag Big D's, just like it is on the screen in the comments. Also, John Young Racing wants to give away uh, tickets to the Hangover Race next Saturday at Sandusky Speedway. A pair of general admission tickets uh, to get entered for that. Type in hashtag Hangover. So you can get entered in both drawings, which we'll be doing here shortly. And, and we think you've got to do them in, in separate entries. Separate, yeah, do them in separate uh, comments. One that's Big D's and one that's hashtag Hangover. So... Uh, thanks again, Bentley. Uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. And we hope to see you back uh, with the 613 uh, late model. There we go. Yeah, sometime yeah. soon. Yeah, no, it might it might be in a parade someday. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> so that or I'll be out there on a historic night with, with all the other. There you go. With the vintage American race cars? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you go. So. I forget how well, old it has to be. To be. I, I was talking to uh, Gene. Gene Steele. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what he said the oldest. Or maybe it was uh, uh, Morton. John Morton yeah. could be. Or Asking Jeff. Because I think that it's got to be a certain age before it can be vintage. Well, I don't remember what it was. 30 I years, know. maybe? I think Bentley's car is closing in on it. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it's a, it's a 97, so it's always been inside. A few more years. You know. Appreciate it, guys. Yep, thanks, man. Bentley, appreciate your time tonight. Thanks. Thank you, Ron. Bentley Shaw of uh, Dominator, Dominator Race Products. Products. Yes. Again, again, uh, the uh, title sponsor for the brand new Dominator Superstocks at Oakshade Raceway, which were there, formerly there known will as the be, Bombers. There will be no more Bombers at Oakshade Raceway. Nope, just Superstocks. Uh, before we do uh, draw for the winners there uh, with the hashtag uh, Big D's, again, we'll, we'll put that back up here. We'll leave that one up for a little bit. Hashtag Big D's. Type that in the comments uh, for your chance to win a Big D's pizza. Hashtag hangover for a chance to win the 
hangover tickets courtesy of John Young Racing. We'll draw for those here momentarily. First, a uh, little bit of racing roundup, some results from uh, this past weekend. The Tulsa shootout wrapped up. Did you yeah. watch any of that? I didn't get a chance I, I to watched see any some of it. of it, yeah. I um, saw some highlights. There were some pretty crazy Kind of stuff. excited about the races starting at Tulsa next week with the midgets. That's that's yeah. going to be a that's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I, the finale of that though is the same day as the hangover race. Yeah, it is. On the 15th. We'll have to get home early. Hopefully that'll wrap up in time. Um uh, and another story, I didn't have this in my uh, notes, but uh, did you see the thing? Of, what is it, Brexton Bush? Brexton Bush. Kyle Bush's kid? He, yes. He didn't transfer into the A-Main. I think he came up like two positions short in, in the, the B. In the B, and the promoter offered him a uh, provisional, I guess. They were going to start 21 cars, and you know some people kind of cried foul on that. That's not fair. But Brexton politely refused it and said he'll try again uh, next year which I thought was pretty yep. cool. And, and that was pretty stand-up of yeah. him and or his dad. Exactly. Um, so some of the winners from uh, last weekend, Craig Ronk won the 600cc Outlaw Wing class. Christopher Bell and uh, Kyle Bush failed to make that main event. Uh, Jeffrey Newell won the Outlaw non-wing class. Uh, Christopher Bell finished sixth in that one. Uh, Emerson Axon uh when the stock non-winged Anton Hernandez, former guest on the show, finished twelfth. Uh, man, I was gonna. I was hoping that Jerry would be reading this. Uh, Jake Hagopian won the six hundred cc winged micros. Christopher Bell finished second in that. Haley Deegan and uh, Kyle Bush uh, were running those, and they failed to make the A main. And uh, Lucas Malden won the uh, junior sprints. So yeah. those uh, Tulsa shootout winners. From Saturday. Uh, contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from action shots to victory lane. They have all your favorite drivers and also your not favorite drivers and drivers you just don't care about either way, one way or the other, really. Uh, if you want to arrange for a special photo shoot, uh, they do that by appointment. Give Charlie a call, 419 476 9978. I still can get those calendars too, those are uh, still available. Oh, and, and they are and it's, it's just the beginning of the year, yeah. I, I got some, and uh, uh, yeah. I got one. Did you really? Yeah. Can yeah, I get one with Ron it, Miller cars? It, it was a Christmas present. Just yeah. tell Charlie to make another one yeah. like that. Okay. See, and they, they're custom. He can do whatever uh, photos uh, that he has and put them in a the calendar. I think there's like 14 of them because you have the cover, right. uh, the 12 months, and then you also get January of uh, 2023 as well. So a pretty cool deal there. Again, uh uh, give them a call, 419-476-9978. Uh, Ron Miller Race Cars, uh, supplier of Dominator Race Products, yes. as a matter of fact. Absolutely. Give Ron a call for, or I don't know where I get the four from, 734-856-7223. That's oh, there, there it is. Race. It's, it's going across the screen right, right now. Right there, yeah, right at the bottom. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, everything a racer needs. And uh, also he likes to be called at 2 a.m., as he mentioned earlier. Hey. It creates loyal customers. Entries for the uh, Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals inside the Tulsa Expo Center coming up January 10th through the 15th have hit. This is as of, uh, I think this is a couple days ago, but it was 380, uh, which is a new record for the annual midget uh, racing extravaganza. The previous record for entries was 372. We talked about that a few weeks ago. So that has been eclipsed, not by as much as I thought, but... Uh, 
It is a new record. Uh, 372 was the record that was for the 2017 edition of the event. In addition to hitting a new record for uh, entries, uh, Chili Bowl officials have also announced the driver rosters for the five qualifying nights that will help set the field for the uh, January 15th finale. For a complete list of all the entrants and their qualifying night, uh, check out Chili Bowl uh, website. Uh, just do a search for Chili Bowl. Did you see that Buddy Kofoid's uh, really pretty anxious about this? I saw something about yeah. it. I didn't read the article, but yeah, he's, yeah, he, he's looking he's, forward to he's it. He's pumped up. He, th- he thinks he's had he, a great year last he year, thinks, too. Yeah, he thinks he's going to be... He's got something for Larson? Yeah. All right. I would love to see a, a, a showdown coming to the end with those two. That would be yeah. pretty epic. And Christopher Bell, throw him in the mix, too. Absolutely. Uh, Extreme Outlaw Sprint Car Series uh, presented by Lowy Insulation will consist of 14 events. The uh, series champion will take home $20,000. The Extreme Outlaw Midgets are set for 12 events with uh, their series champion taking home $10,000. In uh, efforts to work with existing sanctioning bodies, the series will uh, closely follow the uh, Power Eye USAC rule books with a few small changes. Uh, those two series, new series announced by uh, the Dirt Car guys, right. the World of Outlaws uh, sanctioning body there. Uh, we mentioned this earlier, C.J. Rayburn, respected Dirt uh, late model chassis builder who was uh, an inaugural member of the National Dirt late model hall of fame uh, died at the age of 80 Rayburn had been suffering from pneumonia caused by COVID-19 and was hospitalized Monday in Indianapolis. Uh, He died late Saturday afternoon through the years uh, cars built by uh, Rayburn won the uh, famous world 100 at Eldora 13 times. That's on top of the uh, countless other victories earned by drivers piloting cars built by Rayburn, Rusty Schlenk, won all three of his uh, UMP national championships in a Rayburn car, the last two in the CJ1. And uh, he just posted a picture of his wrap on his way to that, the that, Wild West uh, shootout. That is cool. White car with uh, the CJ1. Right. And looks just almost like yeah. the, like CJ's car in right. the mid-'80s. Right. Uh, pretty cool stuff there. Uh, Martha Earnhardt, wife of uh, Ralph Earnhardt and Dale Earnhardt uh, Sr.'s mother, passed away on Christmas Day at the age of 91. So some more sad news there. Uh, Amber Balkin, we uh, spoke to her last spring, I believe it was. She was on the Real How, How was it Real Housewives? Yeah, she was on one of those reality shows. I don't remember which, but she's also a Canadian race car driver. Uh, she was uh, doing something uh, that development program thing. Apparently, it panned out for her because uh, she has earned a ride with Rhett Jones Racing to run a full season in the Arkham Menard Series. Uh, with Canadian-based Icon Direct as uh, the sponsor. So congratulations to Amber on that. Did you see that Maddie D has a full-time truck I did. That's, ride? That's right. That's a few down here. Wow. Jumping the gun on me, man. Stealing my thunder. Hey, just keep keep going. The second annual uh, New Year's Day Enduro race at Wayne County Speedway in Orville was uh, postponed until Saturday, February 22nd. The 3-8-mile uh, clay oval grounds were saturated. Uh, when, with more rain in the forecast, track management did not want to tear up the facility, uh, so the race was rescheduled then. It's been cold enough uh, this past week yeah. that things probably oh. have hardened up nicely, so should be good by February 26th. Uh, Circle City uh, Raceway in Indianapolis announced the inaugural 10,000 to win C.J. Rayburn Stronger Than uh, Dirt Memorial Classic 50-lap late model race scheduled for April 17th. Uh, that's going to be a Sunday race. So a a cool deal there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it. Multiple-time Atomic uh, Speedway 
track champion, 2003 National Dirt Late Model Hall of Fame inductee and legend of the sport, Delmas Conley, passed away earlier this week. Uh, as you had mentioned earlier, your dumps yeah. are going crazy. Yeah, I think my dinner showed up. Oh. Uh, and as you mentioned, Matty D will run uh, for the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series Championship after securing a ride with uh, Rackley WAR. So he's going to go for the Truck yeah. Series Championship. Eh, kind of a step back for, for Matt DiBenedetto, but I guess. He's got the talent, you know. Yeah. Th- that's the sad part. That, yeah. That NASCAR. He doesn't have the sponsor with him, so. Right. It's all about the money. Didn't bring the checkbook. Speaking of the money, type in uh, hashtag Big D's right now because we're going to be uh, drawing for that pizza uh, in the comments of our Facebook Live. I think it might work on the YouTube Live here too. Uh, Sandusky guys always use this system for uh, live uh, giveaways here. And then also type in hashtag Hangover for a chance to win a pair of tickets to Sandusky Speedway for the Hangover race coming up a week from Saturday, January 15th. So, and it's going to be sunny in 75, right? I don't think so. Oh, I do not think that's going to happen. Spoil sport. So, if you have not done that, uh, go ahead and do that. Uh, Gene Steele did say 30 year old chassis, chassis yep. to. Uh, yep. So, Bentley's got to wait five years. Five before, years. Then he's got he a vintage can... American race car. That's it. <laughs> I see. He's still in the green room. He's laughing. <laughs> uh, so, last week's, actually, it was two weeks ago, uh, how many was uh, the number on the winning uh, champagne stock of the hangover race, which was postponed. Mm-hmm. So uh, those g- guesses are thrown out for, for now. So that's why we're doing the hashtag Big D's Pizza right now. So um, we're going to uh, draw for that. We'll see if this works. Last time we did this, it uh, I had some issues. But we shall see. Hashtag Big D's. Hashtag Big D's. No spaces. B-I-G-D-S. Uh, if you want to get uh, entered and you haven't uh, typed that in, do it right now because I'm about to draw the winner. And here we'll put this on. Why does it say remove? I don't want to remove it. There we go. Here we'll put us in picture in picture. Put us on top of it. Here we go. Start collecting. Here we go for the Big D's Pizza. Let's see how this works. Entries one. See, this doesn't work. Why doesn't this work for us? There is more than. Let's try again. All right, let's try the uh, the hangover thing. Yeah. Oops. We'll try Big D's one more time. This is live radio. We'll try it without the. Uh, yeah. See, I don't understand why it doesn't work for us. Why isn't it like me? I don't understand. How many? Let's see. Hashtag hangover. Because I know there was more than one entry. Of course, I didn't put the capital H. Yeah, see, it's just not working. Hmm. We're going to have to come up with something. Okay, else well, here. keep that in mind, and we'll we'll do another pizza giveaway next week. Um, we'll do two? Yeah. And you can check with the guys at Sandusky Speedway, and maybe they can educate us. I think I might need to talk to our StreamYard guys. One. That's not right. I can't even click on the draw. That is a fail. Uh, all right. So we're going to have to come back to that. And we've got all these people that were all these people counting actually, on a pizza. You know why? Tell you, tell you why. I'm going to go through. Let's see here. we got a bunch of big Ds. So I, I'm going to manually go through and do this. I'll put in all these guys' names. We're going to use our old tool, the, uh, the, the 
Wheel of Names. This is oh, okay. Is we can put in all their names. So we'll have to do it manually, unfortunately. Um, in the meantime, uh, if you want to win a Big D's pizza for uh, next week, next week's how many is uh, has to do with the uh, Wild West shootout coming up this weekend, as a matter of fact, yeah. at Vado. Um, what's going to be the uh, number on the winning late model out there? Ooh. Yeah. What do you think? Six. You're going with six? Yeah. I'm going with one. Of course you are. And and there's going to be about a half a dozen number ones. That's that's a pretty. And the safe letters one. don't. The letters are interchangeable. So if it's CJ one or you know, yeah, any kind of any one, not like one eight, if that because that'd be eighteen, that wouldn't count. But if it was like eighteen right. JR or whatever, eighteen counts. If uh, you want a chance to win uh, next week, go ahead and put your guess in the comments. Just put the uh, the number you're going to guess there, and uh, and uh, we'll get you entered. Yeah. Well, Dean Henry, that was pretty predictable. 32? Yeah. And uh, before I have Ron Miller kill some time here, actually, oh, that's right. We forgot. We're going to do our uh, C.J. Rayburn tribute here. Yeah. If uh, you would like to uh, join us, come on in on the show here. If you've got a C.J. Rayburn story you want to share with us, uh, we want you to come in and uh, and share that with us. Um, that might, might mean you have to uh, leave the broadcast here for just a minute. But in the comments, I am going to post a link that will take you to our green room. And if I deem you uh, worthy. worthy, we'll uh, bring you on to tell your story. So if uh, you click on that link I just shared in the comments, that uh, will take you to our green room. You just you don't need any special software or anything. Just use a computer or your smartphone. And if you got a CJ uh, Rayburn story you'd like to tell, uh, we'd like to hear it. Yeah. Uh, we spoke with uh, Rej ba- CJ back in October. Uh, I believe it's the middle of October, yeah, just a, a couple months ago. Yeah. So yeah, we've had him on a couple times. Uh, he was on uh, once with uh, Rusty when they were at the uh, Gateway Dirt Nationals. Right. That was an unexpected uh, CJ Rayburn <laughs> appearance on the show. Yeah, I was. Uh, hey, wait! I got somebody for you to talk to. So I believe you had a story, though, did you not? Well, I did, you know. Make it a long one, because I'm going to go type oh, in a bunch of names Lord. here to find out who's going to win our Big D's pizza. Um, it was back when uh, Toledo Speedway ran uh, dirt cars, uh, yeah, dirt cars versus pavement cars. and uh, CJ Is that the was, picture that they uh, shared? I think so. Um, CJ was there, uh, and... Uh, he was having an overheating problem and uh, came down and said, hey, uh, do you have any idea how I can cool this car? And CJ and I had had some, some discussions prior to that, but um, do you have any idea how I can maybe mix some alcohol in with my gasoline? I said, well, y- you've got to have uh, a catalyst that allows them to, to mix. Um, and... Uh, he said, well, well, what would that be? He, and uh, I forget what chemical I told him, but uh, it was something commonly used in tire softeners at the time. And uh, he says, oh, yeah, I've got some of that. Uh, CJ, you're not supposed to be telling people that stuff. So anyway, he, he, he blended it up and uh, 
I, I think the car still ran a little warmer than he wanted and didn't win a race. But uh, a- after the races, we spent a, a significant amount of time in the uh, Toledo Speedway Tavern. And uh, I think they... they At the, the bar? Yeah, Toledo Speedway Bar and Grill. And and uh, they they finally sent us home, I don't know, 2, 2.30 in the morning. But uh, great time with CJ then and... Uh, we had a couple of other get-togethers that uh, were, were very interesting. Super guy and uh, will, willing to share with anybody. Um, you know, when Rusty started racing, um, he, Rusty seemed to listen to him, and uh, he was very open about everything. So uh, he's he's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, CJ at, at Toledo Speedway, um, open comp race, and uh, he had the the wing on the top of his car and, and was outrageously fast, second second and a half faster than anyone. Was he the first to put a sprint car wing on the top of the? You know, I don't car? think he was the first one, but he was certainly good at it. And uh, anyway. We were selling tires at the time, uh, and we he wanted the softest four of the softest Hoosiers that we had, and with that wing, he took them from stickers to canvas in one warm up lap, two qualifying laps, and a cool down lap, and he used them up. So in the feature, we sent him out on the hardest tires we had, uh, and he was still using them up. Uh, came in for a pit stop uh, with probably ten to go. And uh, caution flag got back out, and uh, he they said that he had entered the pits wrong, and they penalized him one lap. He made up that one lap and was catching the leader with, I, I think, on the white flag lap. But the car was just outrageously fast, and uh, he had a great time. There was some sort of an on off switch that I caught him reaching to, uh, at, at that time, we didn't close off the oil door for the dry sump. And uh, every so often, you'd see him reach over and turn this valve. Um, not sure what it was, but uh, it worked. <laughs> Op- open to speculation on that one. All right. Uh, and uh, Dean sent me a link. I'll, put, I'll share this on our uh, Facebook page after the show. I've seen that video. Uh, on YouTube, a uh, cool interview with uh, um, C.J. Rayburn at his home. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've seen that. It's uh, not not one that we did. It was uh, uh, a guy from Toledo. I forget his name. He goes, he used to be involved in racing. And, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yep, yep, Travels yep. around and, and does stuff. Uh, I think I got all the names in here uh, for... Hopefully. Yeah, and we're going to spin the wheel twice, so we'll have two winners. The first Don, one's going to be for the... Don Radabaugh. That's, yeah, that's yep. who it was. Um, yeah. So uh, well, why does the old guy have to remember this stuff, Scott? Come on, man. My my brain is uh, is too full of. I have to things are coming full. out to go in. Let me peel this <laughs> off and I'll show you full, dude. <laughs> All right, let's let's find out who's gonna win uh, our Big D's pizza. This is uh, it's going to be Scott Paulson. All right, Scott Paulson, you are the winner of uh, Big D's pizza. 
So get with uh, me or Dean Henry to uh, find out how to get your Big D's pizza. And now we're going to spin it again. Same same, 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 same people. Yeah, everybody. If they put oh, a hashtag, right. either one of them, I just okay. put the whole list right. in here. Very good. This is for a pair of tickets to uh, Sandusky Speedway uh, for the Hangover Race, which was rescheduled for January fifteenth, courtesy of uh, John Young Racing. So, uh, and Scott says uh, Sonny in seventy five. No, so. that's what you say. Oh. And John Young won his uh, own ticket. Oh, that uh, <laughs> respin. <laughs> that nah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not sure that, uh, that's going to see if you can click remove. Well, maybe he wants to pay for himself to get in there. He's going to have his race car there. He's already all paying right, to get right, in. Hold on. Well, here, let's, uh, Scott already won the, sorry, the, John won the pizza. So you've, we're going to take you've, Scott you've, out. You've officially been and deleted. We're going to take John out here and we'll spin it again. Again, this is for the, uh, hangover race tickets at Sandusky Speedway. So here we go. Everybody's odds, except for those two that I just took out, uh, just went up. And it looks like it's going to be Joshua Shainauer. Well, congratulations, John. You got the two tickets for uh, Sandusky Speedway Hangover Race, courtesy of John Young. Um, Motorsports. Yeah, we'll have to uh, figure out how he wants to do it. Send me a message, and I'll get with John, and we'll, we'll sort things out. So They could be available at Ron Miller Race Cars. Or they might be at the... Uh, Ticket, at the race? Ticket, uh, yeah, thing. The ticket. Just need, yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of the Big D's uh, pizza racing menu, nothing uh, on the docket around here for this weekend, but as we just mentioned, the Sandusky Speedway hangover race uh, rescheduled for January 15th with the Moonshine Stocks, Whiskey Stocks, Champagne Stocks. Pits open at 10. This is a week from Saturday. Uh, main gate at noon, racing at 2 p.m. Uh, general mission, just 10 bucks there, so uh, $20 uh, value that uh, Joshua Shane got thanks to yeah. John yeah. Young Racing, so yeah. cool deal there. Uh, next week on the show, uh, we're gonna have uh, Creed Kemenal. Oh, all right. Yeah, Dean Henry uh, set that up, and possibly Harold Kemenal as well. Ooh, uh, I gotta yeah. call Creed here still, but uh, yeah. So next week on the show, young uh, sprint car driver, um, uh, son of uh, is it Chad Kemenal. Yep. Yeah, uh, will be on. And I just saw that his sister is the uh, Fremont Speedway queen. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, I think I read that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll have Creed on. And then uh, two weeks from tonight, uh, we'll probably have the uh, hangover race winner, whoever that may be. We don't know yet. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I'm looking at a really full field. I, I think that's going to be a great race this year. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope it's not raining in 34. That was just awful. No. Thanks to Dave Kemmer, associate producer, and our field correspondents, Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc. For uh, helping us out, Hammerdown Hotline. Uh, it's been pretty quiet recently. We haven't had any calls on the Hammerdown Hotline for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, if if, if you have, you've got a CJ story, yeah, give us a, a call. You got a CJ story? You didn't want to come on tonight and share it with us? Uh, go ahead and call that number four one nine three one eight three zero eight one. It's just an uh, automated line goes to an uh, answering service or machine or computer. Or and I get the voicemail. And it could we'll, be a CJ tribute too. It yeah. doesn't have to be just a personal story. You could just. Yeah, there Tell you us go. how much you enjoyed him. Give it a call, 419-318-3081. That's 419-318-3081. Anytime uh, between now and uh, next Thursday show, and we'll play back any of those on uh, next Thursday show. And, and and no matter what platform you're watching, watching us on, that phone number will work. There you go. <laughs> That's true. Uh, thanks again to all our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway. 
Big D's Pizza, Ram Miller Race Cars, Free Frame Photos, Dipman Motorsports. Uh, make sure to support uh, all those that uh, support us and make it possible for us to keep doing this. Here in 2022, this is uh, the 2017, 18, 19, 20, Fifth. 21. Sixth year. This will be the sixth year we're doing this. Whew. And, and, I got and, nothing now. And, and more if you go back to our previous show. Oh, motorsports talk, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll have to track Jerry down, find out where he uh, disappeared. Maybe he thought we weren't doing the show this year. I don't know. I haven't heard from him recently. Yeah. So hopefully Jerry's okay. We'll track him down, uh, hopefully wrangle him up for uh, next week's show. Uh, tune in again with uh, Creed Keminal, 7 o'clock next Thursday night. Same time, same place. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. We're, we're on all of them, and then all the podcast uh, platforms as well, I heard. Some you've never even heard of. Yeah, do a search for Hammerdown Racing Report, and every time I do it, there's some new platform we show up on I've never heard of. I'm like, oh, cool, we're there cool, too. yeah. Awesome. Have a great weekend, stay warm, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. We're out of here. I hit the button, but it didn't play. Let's try it again. All right, have a great week. Huh, we're out of here again. You have been listening to the Hammerdown Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.